0: All right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of OG Day Ones. Welcome back to our faithful listeners. We appreciate, we love you. We've got another great topic for you guys tonight. We're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions, and we've got a special guest on to make sure that we can hit those resolutions. So real quick, let's go around, let's introduce the crew, and let's start out there on the East Coast, and let's start down there in Jacksonville, Florida.
1: What's up, what's up?
0: What up, Ray? What up? And then let's shoot up there to New Jersey where he's freezing his ass off. KD. It's your boy, KD, straight out of Jersey City. Well, what up, man? Hope you're staying warm out there. And let's start in uh, the northwest up there with Troy.
2: Hey, what up? It's it's just as cold up here, Kendrick. We're, uh, we got snow earlier this week, and uh, it's, it's, we're in the 20s up here, so keep that cold weather down by you. <sighs>
0: And then we shoot down to the Central Coast where the weather's always perfect. Jamal, what's going on?
3: Yeah, so the weather was perfect. It was like 80 degrees, not 80, about 75 degrees all day today. The wind was kind of crazy, but it's a nice sunny day up here. I'm in Ventura right now, so.
0: Nice, nice. Central Coast has always got perfect weather. And then let's shoot down to San Diego with Jason. What's up, world? What up, Jason? What up? All right. Like we said, we're going to go over 2020 New Year's resolutions, and if you're like me and maybe a couple other people on this call, maybe you don't follow through those, those resolutions, and that's why we've got a special guest, friend of the show, known him for a long time, Bobby Dysert from Student of Intention, and we're going to talk about his philosophy, we're going to talk about his book, and ways that we can all achieve and, and hit those New Year's resolutions quick background on bobby how do we know bobby i knew bobby when we worked at the most aggressive sales company in in probably the world to this day you tell people and we were going toe-to-toe fighting for those positions fighting for that upward mobility very successful man um you know worked his way up all the way up through through director went started his own company um which, which, you know, bringing that creativity there, got back into the sales world, started over again and moved his way up to director, VP, and then I think even CRO level. So, Bobby, welcome to the show, man.
4: Hey, buddy. Good to be here. Good to see all you guys. Thank you for having me. And and, and most importantly, um, congrats on the show. It's, it's been real awesome to watch how far you guys come and, and the fact that you're doing it um you know there's so many of us that that don't do it when we want to do it and i just i just can't be more proud of you guys and, and more uh you know admiring of what you guys are doing so thank you
0: no thank you thank you uh you know speaking for everybody we we appreciate that and you know i th- I think there's some alignment you know from what we we're talking about and your philosophies um and before we get into resolutions let's talk about your your upcoming book the five buckets you know uh, what I didn't know, but until I read up on your little bio, you put up there is that you've thought about writing books before that you've always wanted to write. And there's been different times in your life. What was that turning point on September 16th, 2020 uh, that said, I'm actually going to do it and put into action?
2: Hmm.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a really good question. Um, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can Pinpointed to one thing, right? I think it was, um, you know, that that culmination of years and years of saying I was going to write a book and, get pretty much, just keeping that to myself, keeping those ideas in my head, and not doing it, um, combined with the fact that, um, you know, through through that retreat, you know, I I looked inward a lot. I did a lot of meditation. Um, I did some physical, spiritual, um, you know, mental challenges and. And when all is said and done, um, I had the content I wanted to share, and um, most—I and I guess most importantly—I put myself in a position, physically, mentally, uh, that I was able to execute and give myself time to write that book. So, um, yeah, I think I think for those reasons, that's why. Thank goodness, I finally, finally got uh, pen to paper. Yeah, dude, that, that's awesome.
0: Now, when people read your blog, right, and it's on there that this was out in the desert and it was on a retreat and everybody's like, all right, been there, done that. You know, a lot of people go out there and hit, and hit shrooms and they've got this philosophy. Um, you know, we kind of already went through like a career at a high level where it obviously shows that you, you know, you've got that drive, you've managed people, you've always been in that motivational role throughout leadership. What, I mean, was it, was it just like the natural growth, you know, medicine that was out there? What, what did this, was there something unique besides any other experience?
4: Yeah. I mean, again, the the timing was right, right? The timing was right. It was a culmination in my own journey that it got me to that point, got me to that space. Um, of course, you know, we put in the work, um, again, Mental, physical, spiritual challenges. You know, I, I put myself in in ice buckets for like four minutes at a time, right? To control my breathing. I did um, you know, hour-long breath work sessions. And of course, there, you know, there were some plant medicines involved. Um the unique part though, candidly, was was the leaders, the leaders that were there. Um, I had never been in the presence of 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 men that were more in tune with their bodies, in tune with their minds, more grateful to be on this earth um, and more empathetic uh, to, the, to the men that were there trying to you know, to trying to figure their own journey out, right? And so I was just um, inspired by them, inspired by how they live their lives um, and, and kind of just picked their brain over and over. And it, it kind of re-inspired and reinvigorated parts of me that have always existed, um, but kind of to a new level. Um, so I'd say that that was the unique part was just the, the, the leaders that were there. And, and I've since built really strong relationships with those guys in, in a very short amount of time. That, that's, that's
0: awesome. Thanks. Thanks for sharing and being candid there. Now, here, here's something else our audience is probably asking. And, and you know, we, we've got to remind ourselves is why are you on this show? Right. What is student of intention mean? and living with intention and, and how, how is this going to help people hit resolutions or any goal that they have in their life?
4: Yeah. I mean, well, the, 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 book itself, right. It's called the five buckets. It's, you know, it's subtitle is a framework for living with intention um, and how uh, the, the short of, of the framework and how it works is this practice of naming intentions across five buckets each week and fulfilling those intentions, or at least trying to fulfill those in um, the buckets for what it's worth, are relationships, creativity, uh, health, learning, and work, right? So there's a little bit of balance um, in there as well. And to answer your question about living with intention, <clears throat> you know, it, the, the answer to that question is sort of evolving for me as I go along. How I answer right now is enjoying the pursuit of our purpose. And key word key in on that word enjoy. I'll I'll come back to that, but um, breaking down the pursuit part, uh, it it comes down to three parts, which is action, discovery, and uh, and alignment, right? And I think that that action is the is the key part to really the the on ramp of resolutions or fulfilling things that you want to do that you've maybe been wanting to do for a long time. Um, and so the framework can help with that, um, and again, kind of starting small I have a I have a, recurring, a, refer, a recurring mantra that I use called don 't wait start small, learn as you go um, and so all these things can kind of help you get into the action once you get in the action of of fulfilling small intentions, doing these small things that, that kind of balance out your life or um, or leading to to maybe some bigger bigger moves in your life, you start to discover. Um, a little bit more about who you wanna be, where you wanna go, uh, potentially what you wanna create. Um, and then the last part, which is, is actually the most interesting is the alignment. And that's the part that I'm really starting to figure out is, is once you, you're doing the action, you're kind of showing up the way that you want to show up every day to discover your purpose. That's when the universe starts to take notice and people, resources, opportunities, kind of start to surface that aid in that pursuit. Um, I'm sure you guys have experienced a little bit of that, right? With this podcast, right? Once you start focusing on it and showing up for this new creation, um, you know, guests might show up that maybe you don't anticipate. Ideas for shows might show up. um, And I'm seeing that happen in my own world. So to bring it back to like resolutions, I think thinking about it in that manner and then also being, being uh, doing enough action so that when you show, so that when you are trying to uh, enact a resolution, you actually get some support through that alignment. Right, you get some support from the universe. Other people show up, other opportunities, things to help you continue on with your pursuit of of your purpose or your pursuit of that resolution.
0: That, that that's that's awesome. And and you said something that that I can relate. on. I went on there and I looked, because if you if you just think, okay, I've got to fill out these five categories I got to hit every week, it could be very intimidating, but you said something is start small. And, and I think that that's key when you're, when people throw out new year's resolutions, it's a new year. So there's already this extra weight and people go very big, right? I joke, I think every year I say, I'm going to make a million bucks and have a six pack. So I think that that, I think that that's key in there. And I'm looking forward to hearing your advice on us achieving our, our 2020. Um, one goals. Now, now let me ask you, because this is clearly taking a lot of your time and kind of, you know, like me and, and other people on this call were in sales and you're, you had your own consultant business and I know what your goals were there. Why are you, why are you doing this? Because clearly you're taking a big hit maybe short-term, maybe even long-term income-wise and things that you were doing before? Why all of a sudden are you doing this?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, again, good question. And a lot of it goes back to some of the, you know, some of the things we talked about um, that led up to that moment in September. And I think the, the piece that I'm discovering more and more, um, by the way, s- still run the consulting business, still have uh, a few awesome clients that I'm very thankful for. Um, but you're right. I am putting a lot of time and energy into it. And in 2021, I'm not slowing down. I'm, I'm adding more time and energy into it. And what's, um, remember, I mentioned that word enjoy, um, with regards to enjoying the pursuit of purpose. Um, what I'm finding out is, is I just really enjoy it. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to even be able to write a book to even be able to explore what student of intention may become, what kind of community I can build around this idea of living with intention. Um, the gratitude I have for, for just being able to have a conversation like this, which um, you know, over the last 12 years of, of building sales teams at tech companies, again, candidly, I just haven't been able to do these things. Right. So I'm just so grateful to be able to do that, that um, I don't actually feel like I'm, I, I might've felt like this maybe, maybe, Sixty days ago, um, but I don't feel like this now. I don't. I don't feel like I'm giving anything up. I feel like I'm. I'm kind of going towards something, right? And I'm again. I'm just. I'm just so grateful to even have that opportunity and have the vision and the capacity to figure out how to make that time and, and that energy work.
0: Yeah, that, that's interesting, and that goes to another point. When people subscribe to you, and you talk about stealing time, and when I read that, you know, I think back to pre-COVID when I would go work out and my enjoyment was working out and I would steal time the way you you say it by getting up a couple extra hours early to go to the gym. That way I can hit that first. My mind was right. I enjoyed it. But if it's something you want to do, you're okay sacrificing little places here because you're so passionate about it is what I took away from that. Is, is, is that accurate?
4: That's 100%. Um, I I actually had this conversation with myself today. I think I put it into the next week's newsletter around this idea that gratitude trumps time, that if you can remind yourself, be it through small actions, like maybe, maybe you kind of forego going to the gym for a couple of weeks, instead of trying to focus on getting back to that exact gym mindset, maybe just go for a quick run to remind yourself how much you like um, the feeling of exhaustion, how much you like the fresh air, how much the, you like kind of getting in tune with your body physically um, so that you could kind of trigger that gratitude of like, oh yeah, I love going to the gym. In fact, I love it enough that I'm going to find time. I'm going to find time in the early, early morning or in the late evening or in between a lunch break, whatever that is. But um, I, I think that's the key. And, and again, tying it back to resolutions is, is really figuring out like, well, why do we really want to do it? What are we really most enjoy um, about whatever it is we're trying to do and keeping that front and center. Um, I think that's, I think that's the key. So yeah, agree.
1: So Bobby, um, when I was reading um, the, the five buckets, um, one of the things you talked about was um, on Sundays, the self-reflection, um, going back and reflecting on what you accomplished throughout the week and, and what you didn't. Um, a lot of people, I feel probably get scared when they take a look back and they, they write these lists for themselves and they never take a chance to go self-reflect. You know, what do you say to those people that, you know, they, they get to that Sunday, they self-reflect and they may have missed something uh, that they, that we, they, they didn't do, or how have you done that as well? Maybe you missed something in a week. What do you do at that, at that point in time?
4: Yeah. So <laughs> it's funny. Reflection was, um, it was actually a new thing that I added to the framework kind of like a a week after thinking of it. And I'm really glad I did. um, Because one, one big kind of unintended consequence came out of, of reflection, which is um, I remember very specifically the first couple of weeks I was practicing the five buckets when I would sit down to do reflection, actually just, just even being aware of what I didn't do gave me um, it gave me something. It kind of gave me the context of like, A, maybe that thing just wasn't that important. And that's probably why I didn't do it. Or B, it gave me at least a reminder of like, okay, I, I actually did really want to do that. And then I had the context to like plan to do it. And, and, someday, and sometimes like, I just did it right there. Like, I was like, you know what? I, I still have time in the week. I'm going to do it right now. Or I'm going to plan it to do it like that evening. Um, I think what's more painful than facing facing that awareness or having that awareness is just going through life, like missing out on things that are important to you kind of unknowingly, right? So that reflection gives you context. So that would be my suggestion is just lean into that reflection. You might be surprised that that um, doing so and getting that awareness is actually greater than the kind of na- assumed negativity associated with with maybe not following through on something
1: okay nice um was self-reflection one of those things where uh, i think i can't remember how much weight you said you lost
3: and actually have kept off was i think you say you lost 15 pounds i want to say
4: you lost probably. it keeps coming off i'm down to 173 now so it's about 20 pounds i've, I've weighed 193 no my whole adult life so
1: yeah. yeah. Well, if this philosophy can help me keep this weight off, then I'm I'm all for it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I got down Holy- to
1: 195 and then hit the COVID 15 and popped right on back up. Oh. I'm working on trying to trying to get that weight back off. So if this can help me, I'm all for it. Same, sounds same.
4: like sounds like you're primed and ready to do it.
0: Uh, I am. <laughs> Bobby, you should be speaking at every high school in class because I'm sure you would have appreciated this back in the day. Cutting weight, this would be a lot easier, right?
4: Yeah. I'm, and, and it's funny, the weight thing, I, I bring it up because it seems to resonate with people at the same time. Like, you know, I, I've never been, uh, what I would characterize as an overweight person. Um, I've wanted to, you know, I, I suppose I've always wanted to carry a little less like beer weight around, but it, it definitely wasn't an intention by any stretch. Um, and, and in, in doing the five buckets and it seemed to just kind of come off. I actually, in the book, I write about this and, and I still stand by this statement. I told my wife when I first lost, I lost like the first 10 pounds really quick. It, it seemed like almost in weeks. Um, and I told her I lost mental weight. And I was like, I don't know if that's possible, but I really think I did. Um, again, and, and, and I don't necessarily want to impact that because I don't have the answers, but I, I stand by that 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 first 10 pounds. Uh, a bulk of it was, was mental weight.
3: Let me ask you this based on that? did you feel like did your activities change like so like if you mentally have changed your whole mindset and like just you know spun the whole thing on its head do you think your activities changed which the byproduct was you lost weight or is it literally uh the catharticism of shedding some of those those things that were mentally holding you down and it it also you know affected your your physical weight. Do you feel like your activities changed or literally you are your exact habits were the the same ones you had before to a degree, but your mind has made your body change in a way that you had unanticipated.
4: I think it was both. I don't, yeah, I don't think I can make the distinction. Um, I certainly changed my, you know, my activities, right? Like again, I had a framework where I was focused on completing 15 intentions every single week. Now, Granted, some of those were were more challenging than others, right? Like a relationship bucket intention early on was like text my mom, right? Um not exactly a taxing intention, uh, physically speaking. Um,
0: I know so, your so, mom, you better be texting her every Yeah, time. exactly,
4: exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so so yeah, so so the activity was definitely changed, but but the reason I say it was mental weight is because like if I looked at it objectively, like it wasn't that drastically different. It wasn't. It surely wasn't so drastic to to result in you know at that time fifteen pounds of weight loss. And even still, I don't think it has. I mean, I've since I've since cut alcohol. Like I haven't drank in I guess probably five weeks. So that's probably where that extra five pounds came from. Um, but but yeah, I I I, I think I think it was both. Um, there was definitely a clarity of mind. Definitely a new focus on again the reflection piece created a lot of awareness in my life, um, which I think, you know, kind of took a ton of stress off off my table and or off my off my mind. And I also gained a lot more confidence um in, in that time as well that that maybe contributed to it.
3: The only reason I ask uh, is because, you know, when we're talking about resolutions and how to tie this all back is one of the resolutions a lot of people say that, hey, you know, I want to be fit or I want to lose weight or, you know, now we're talking about COVID weight plus, you know, our normal weight, like by being intentional, I mean, if that's unproven at the moment, but it could be very well possible that, you know, during the process of converting into a, a more intentional person. This could easily be a byproduct. So, people who want to lose weight as a, one of the resolutions, this this whole process could be just another added benefit of you know weight loss and everything else that people want to you know try to achieve in their lives, particularly in twenty twenty one.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I I think that's right. Um, I think uh, the the I guess that's probably where the distinction is. Is maybe there's there's some drawbacks to being focused on the outcome. Of losing weight as opposed to being focused on the process of not only doing healthy activities, but also enjoying those activities, right? Like I talk about in the book about um, my new fascination with cooking. Like I actually like cooking something for my wife now, and I haven't liked to do that in all my 36 years of living. Um, and so a byproduct is I cook healthy food and I potentially lose weight. That's interesting.
2: So so, so Bobby, I I got a question for you. Um, You know, as you go through these, these five buckets of intention um, on a weekly basis, do you ever reflect back on those, you know, as it kind of like a journaling, you know, you're going through these, these five weeks uh, or these, these five buckets, you know, on a weekly basis, you kind of Make your initiatives or things that you want to do or what what you want to try to accomplish for that week, and then you know you move on to the next week and and so forth do you ever reflect back on that and kind of see what your progress looks like over that course of time or
4: so are you talking over the week itself or over a like more substantial course of time like a quarter or or, or a yeah year? like a
2: quarter or a year or, i mean i I don't know how long you've been been doing the the five buckets, so I, you know I don't know what that time frame looks like, but you know for somebody that's you know like for myself if I were to to, to start initiating these five buckets into my life and, and start looking at these different, uh, intentions, you know, what would it look like reflecting back, you know, from week one when I first started this to see how far I've progressed or, you know, looking at that and, and at that, in that way, I don't know if that makes sense with my question, but it
4: it does. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I'm very much in my infancy with this with this framework, right? Uh, I did start it in September and I've been, you know, for better, or for worse, so focused on not just the week, but even like the day, right? Like really getting as much as I can out of the day that I haven't, I probably haven't candidly spent enough time looking uh, both backward and forward. Um, it, I think just because 2021, right, like that's a, it's coming up, that's a great time to look forward because of that over the last like three or four days, I've, I've kind of come up for air and been like, all right, let's, let's think about what, uh, you know, what we want March to look like, what we want April to look like, but I actually haven't taken the time to, to, to really, I think specifically think about, you know, where I've come from the last three months um, and analyze it. So yeah, I'd love to tell you I have, but, but I haven't.
3: (laughs) So what's on your five buckets right now?
4: Oh man, this week. Um, you know, I, I, I set these intentions and then I schedule them in my calendar so that I don't have to remember them. Right. I just have them right there and then I execute on them. Um, what I can tell you is within the relationship and the creativity bucket, I did a two for one, which was this podcast, right? I consider this a creative pursuit as well as a relationship builder with all you guys. And it's, I don't want to say it's the most important intention of the week, but it's, it's, yeah, it's the most important. It is the
3: most (laughs) important.
4: You got it. Besides
0: whatever you got for the wife. So we'll take runner up. Got it. it. That's fair
4: enough. Fair enough. So what about you guys? Tell me a little bit about uh, what's going on in your world in terms of resolutions or um, I'm, I don't know if this is the right topic, but I, I am curious about like how you relate uh, what you're doing with this podcast to some of the stuff I've talked about about my journey.
0: Yeah, no, I think, you know, one of the things that you said is that the takeaway that I get everything I read and hear from you in this is action. It's not about end result. And that's funny because we typically focus on end result and that scares us away from putting ourselves into action. And honestly, we've talked for this group, we've known each other for 20 years. I don't know how many hookah bars, bars, restaurants, this or that, that Kendrick and I are supposed to have opened in the last 20 years. um, Because we didn't have the action. We would have great ideas and then Finally, as a group, we put this into action and we put this into action extremely quick. So when I'm thinking about your philosophy, I mean, this started off on a text and I was hoping to get something and that interest from the group. And I, I said, Hey guys, can we do this by January? And Jason said, no, let's do this next week. And I was like, transparent. I was blown away because I was like, okay, not only are people interested in doing this, but they're fired up. And they said, my goal of January or whatever I threw out was, was too weak. And then the entire group did it. And I've like, I've planned, I planned Jamal's bachelor party. And you think for a bachelor party, you'd get responses quicker. Everybody in this podcast went out and bought a mic that day or the next day. And we did the, started our podcast the next week which is why to your point, like you, you, said, you could, you know, off camera, you said that you could see this progression. Well, that's cause that's how quick we did it. And I think my belief anyway is we're going to get better, but what enabled us to do this is that we didn't over research. We didn't overthink it. We just did it and said, screw it. Let's get out there. But I want to hear from the other guys. Cause that's just me.
1: I know for me, um, you know, this probably will fall into the uh, creat- creativity portion uh, of the five buckets is, you know, everybody that knows me knows I'm into video, I'm into, you know, photography, those two things I'm I'm really into, but I've never really dove into audio. So over the past two, three months we've been doing this, I've had to learn a lot about audio. And I guess this can also go into the learning bucket as well, because I've had to do a lot of research um, on different mic setups, on different... <laughs> editing software on how to splice it, how to mix it. Um, and I'm, I'm getting better. So for the, for the audience, the, the sound is going to continue to get better, but uh, I'm continuing to learn. But for me, um, you know, it's a lot of work, but it's also very fun for me to do at the same time, because this is the stuff that I, I, I like to do and I'm getting, and this, I can now use this skill in my video as well. Um, because now sound is going to be important to me in the video. Versus just, you know, getting the right color, getting the right, you know, uh, uh, lighting. Now I'm going to be like, hey, I heard like, you know, a pin drop in the back. We need to reshoot this because I'm going to hear that. So, I mean, for me, it's, it's been great with this, with this podcast, getting us together.
0: Well, let, Ray, let me ask you, and then as everybody else goes through, because it has been for me, you say mental weight. I feel, I felt a lot mentally healthier doing this. And I think because I'm hitting a couple of your buckets and you don't even think about it, right? Relationship. I would even say health because we're talking about health things, but creativity and th- three buckets are getting hit multiple nights a week and throughout the day. Cause we're talking, but I, w- I want to hear from the rest of the group Ray, Ray, where do you feel has your mental health gotten better? Would you check what buckets would you check off? I mean, I think um,
1: one of the things would probably be the relationship category. I mean, we've been friends for, for a while, but as we continue to talk about our, our different subjects, I think we continue to learn more and more about each other um, and the struggles that we've gone through and the, and the victories that we've gone through in life. So I, I, I do believe this is helping, you know, our personal relationship. And, you know, the truth is it may be helping our other relationships as well that we don't even know about because now we have people listening to us um, and, and they're listening to these experiences that we've had and they're probably finding out and learning more about us as people as well. So our, our relationships with them are probably become stronger. Um, so I think right now, I think this podcast for me is hitting the relationships, creativity, learning. Um, those are the ones that, that they've been hitting for me, um, definitely.
0: Well, you're right, right? When we, you say learn, learn things about each other and the audience learning about us, I never knew Katie almost died on a Christmas back in the day, and we could laugh about it because it didn't happen. But so you're right, we learn different things about each other almost every show because we open up or somebody jogs our memory. Katie, what about you, man?
3: Uh, something like the things that, you know, like I said, reading through um, Bobby's stuff earlier, just thinking about you know, what he said now, and I'm reflecting. Is the process. I think to your point, Ryan, like we're always looking towards the end goal, right? But we we don't enjoy the process as much. And being like, based on what I've read from Bobby's inserts and in, in his website is like the, the going through the process of all those different buckets per se and enjoying the process of the learning and the growth and the stumbles. And like uh, one of the areas he you know, talked about was leaning into the hard times and leaning into the things that are, aren't aren't that great for you in life, but you learn through those challenges. You learn more about yourself You learn about more about how you can become a better person or how you can, you know, uh, resolve things in a better way or how you can, you know, see things in a different way and uh, seeing the good things out of bad situations. Right. And it's, you hate the process sometimes because sometimes it's painful, but once you're done with the process, it's always so much better. Right. So Um, You know, when I think about even like my New Year's resolutions, Bobby kind of asked about it earlier, which is uh, um, I want to actually more actively, you know, try to secure my future financially. And it's not from a, a standpoint of how much money I can accumulate or how it's really actually the disassociation from money. It's it's how I can use money as a, a means to an end and that end is just being you know independent I'm not beholden to money the way we've always we've always been we've chased money for so long that we're beholden to it and I want to get to the point where I'm not beholden to money right because money all it is is it's it's it sucks the life out of you to a degree that you spend so much time chasing after the money to get to a specific point that at the end, it's like, okay, I worked my ass off to get to this this level. Now I make this amount of money, but it's never enough and you never hit enough. So I want to get, you know, this year, my resolution is like to get to the point where I can really not be holding to money anymore and, and really just, uh, you know, work towards my financial independence, but in a way that I'm independent of money, right? And I'm independent of that thought process of, you know, how much money I can earn and how much money, how much I can buy and how many things I can have. I've been doing a hell of reflection just on that aspect of my life alone. And I I think that's going to be a huge process because we've been programmed our entire life to consume, to buy, to make as much as we can, to have more than others. And it's just a toxic way of uh, approaching life, man. So, uh, I mean, when I think about some of the things in Bobby's inserts, uh, it it really like, it, it kind of resonates with me long, long story short, long window way of saying, um, just enjoying the process enjoying the ride and not just worried about the end of it. Well, let's Bobby, let, let's put you on
0: the spot here, right? I think this is, this is a great time. Let's put this philosophy in action. Number one, Kendrick, I, from our personal interactions, I know that that may be a resolution next year, but you've already started enacting that this year. And, and I can feel that focus where sometimes I'm like, dude, give me a, I chill for a second let's talk about like football even though everything sucks this year because you're so focused and driven on that but Bobby let's 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 stop right here and let's talk about and if you can, if you don't mind helping let, let's build this framework so Kendrick can he can put this in action
4: yeah I mean thank you for sharing that Kendrick I mean uh t- totally resonates uh, um we we've we've all been there um I think uh, you, you use the right term, right? Beholden to money. And it's such a driver um, in our lives and, and has been for most of us for a long time. So here you there, brother. Um, and really, really proud that you're just able to confront that and, and share that with the team. Um, I think in, in terms of answering your question, Ryan, in terms of like putting it to work, like I think number one, like with with this podcast, like you guys are already doing it, right? Like how... I think taking the lessons that you've learned through, through, um, you know, moving up that launch date as an example and kind of buying those mics and, 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 and scrapping together what you needed to put together in order to, to, um, to, to enjoy this time together, right. Um, can go a long way. Uh, and I, I, I hope that you're carrying that into your other resolutions, right? Like, I think that's, Again, that's, that's what happened to me early on. And, and that continues to happen is like each time I, when I just started writing that book, it kind of reminded me of like, man, I really enjoy this and I want to do more of this. And by the way, there's other areas of my life that I really enjoy. What are like, what's the smallest step forward to continue to trigger that memory? Um, so we can, we, we can stay on that, on that topic with Kendrick, if you want. Well, you tell, so I, you know, uh, your, your philosophy and one of the
0: buckets is relationships and this helps, but specifically what are things that Kendrick should be thinking about beyond just that for his goal of, I call it financial independence, right? He's not saying I want to be a billionaire. He just doesn't want to be beholden to somebody. So he can really focus on the things that he really enjoys. Um, and sorry to speak for you, Kendrick, but we speak enough. Right. But so what are there? what are their things? Cause he's good on relate. You know, we, we do this twice a week, which I think is, is key. Like you said, but w- what are some of the other things that he can do to help make sure that he, he hits us. But also what, again, what I take away from it is it's not that end goal. Like Kendrick said, that we even do on this podcast is we're so focused on that end goal. And for us, it's, we want to, we want to be, we're, we're worldwide right now, but we want more listeners and we want to turn this into something that we can start doing daily um, and generate revenue. So we can, we can have that independence. And I think we focus on that a lot. Right. But what can, and and I think that this, well, I believe in this enough that our message is right. That it will turn into something, but what else, what are other things that Kendrick can do to, to focus and stay on track and not beat himself up for that end goal? Like me personally. And I think other people do, it's like, you say you want to, get, you know, me and my six-pack goal every year, and it's like by February, I'm not close. So then it's like, all right, well, I'm not going to hit that, right? What can we do in these situations to stay on track and focus on maybe the positives or the action?
4: Yeah, so I think so two things. One, and, and this may be biased because it's, it's my framework, but I would practice the, the five buckets in its entirety. Um, and and I, I say that partly tongue-in-cheek, but mostly sincerely in the sense that, right? Like your, your goal is to not be beholden to money. And I think the, the best offense to that goal is balancing the other areas of your life, right? Gaining confidence in your, in your health, in your creativity, in your learning, in your relationships. Like the more you lean into all those other things, the more fulfilling you're gonna have in your person as opposed to this really external factor, which is money. Um, the, the second piece is when you, when you do that, right, like you start to, you start to show up in a way that you, you're actually prepared to, to, to actually take on the opportunity of, of, you know, living in a completely different way than you've maybe lived before. Um, I think that's another really important part that, that we fail to recognize is like, you know, maybe we have the goal in mind, right? Like I don't want to be beholden to hold the money or I want to live, um, you know, with financial freedom or you know, a lot of people say they want, to, they want to give back, right? Like they want to be able to donate thousands of meals, right? Well, you have to be in a position to even do that, right? You can't even, you can't possibly be able to donate like hundreds of thousands of meals if you can't give somebody $5 that's asking for it right in front of you. Right, so you have to kind of prime yourself to even be aware of if that opportunity presents itself. Um, and again, I think call, call me bias, I I think it goes back to to practicing the five buckets, practicing being more intentional across all the other areas of your life, and you'll start to you'll start to codify what that actually looks like for you on an individual level. Thanks, Bobby.
0: Ray, what Ray? What about what about you, man? I know you got huge ambition this year and you, you've got some goals you want. Do you feel like you can share a resolution with us?
1: Man, um, you know, some of my resolutions are to, uh, you know, a- advance my career. That's, that's one of the things that um, I intend to, to do this year. And, you know, um, I have plans to, to, to try to make that happen. So, um, you know, I, I see where the five buckets could, could help you with that. Um, also just improving my relationships uh, across all my friends um, is one of the things that I really want to do. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, for me, like I've lost my sister early in life, you know, um, and I think about all those those missed opportunities for us to connect um, that have happened. And we were close, but there were things where we could have talked more, we could have did something. so, you know, you think about now we speak weekly, you know, two and three times a week was before we we would have our test message thread, but testing can be out of context. Half the times there's a lot of stuff going on in the thread. I don't read it because I'm, I'm working, you know, um, or just, you know, friends that you see on Facebook that, you know, you haven't talked to in a long time. I mean, Kendrick can relate to, to this. We both had a friend, um, Anthony, who passed away uh, a couple of years ago and me and him I always talk to Anthony about, I'm going to come visit you in Texas. I'm going to come visit you in Texas. When I get some time, I'm going to come visit you. And then, next thing you know, uh, what was he, 30? Like, he might have just been right at 40, died of a heart attack. Yeah, he was 40, right? Yeah. Died of a heart attack. Who knew he would just die of a heart attack at 40? But that was a missed opportunity because I didn't make that intentional time, you know, living with intention. I didn't make that time. I didn't put it into a bucket and say, this is what I'm going to do by this date and then missed out on that opportunity. So I think that's something that I want to do this year is make sure I'm connecting with my with my friends and family a lot more.
0: I mean, we're doing that already. And, and I appreciate, I always appreciate when we share on this because we, we hear where more people are coming. I think that that's interesting that one of your like resolutions or goals is one of the buckets that, you know, Bobby's philosophy says is you're going to get value and fulfillment from and feel better. Um, so I'm with you. I, I hope we continue to do that. Bobby, what are your thoughts on that?
4: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think your head's in the right place in that regard. Um, You know, when our, when relationships in particular, I I put them as the first bucket that I talk about in the book. I I consider relationships our strongest enhancers and our greatest detractors in our life, right? Like they're, they're pretty imperative, right? They have a ton of influence on how we view ourselves, how we, you know, uh, approach our life, et cetera. So investing in, in those and, and having that as a as a key focus, in my experience, seems to make everything else a little bit easier and also gives context um, to the importance of some of the other things. So I think you're you're right to be focused on that, Ray. And you know, as always, again, it's, it's it comes back to action, right? And I'll I'll relate it to to again the, the OG one story. Like, you know, the Ryan, you you said it, the, the sound of of starting a podcast to you sounded challenging enough to put it out there for three, four weeks or whatever it was. But buying a mic that day that 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 was a relatively painless step forward. And once those mics were purchased, how much easier is it to actually start to approach building that podcast much easier so so even in in, in Ray's case, whether it's improving his career, whether it's investing in those relationships, like you literally think about, the smallest thing that you could do right now, tonight, what have you. Um, And then your perspective shifts. As soon as that thing's accomplished, everything looks a little bit different, perhaps a little bit more attainable. For me, it's interesting. like And
0: to continue to go back to this podcast, and, and I appreciate it, it's an important part of our life and we're on it. I think if we started with the end goal of we want to be the biggest, the best, it, we, we wouldn't be doing it in January. We probably would have fell off because it would have been, okay, we need to be YouTube experts. We need to be uh social media experts. We need to have the best. We need to have sound, sound studios. And instead we did that little action and we just said, okay, let's do our first podcast. It wasn't okay. Let's be the best podcast. Let's do this. It's okay. Boom. We did it. You know, we're, we took, and then you focus on the role. So that's the creativity side. And we did some action and then you focus on the relationships and it's like, okay, we've got so much talent in this room, you know, Ray's, Ray's passion and hobby is electronics in and, and video. And now he's becoming a, our sound engineer, right? And he's finding joy in that. And then you got Troy who who's our IT guy. And then you've got Jason who's running, who's running with social media and everybody's incorporated in that. And then you got Kendrick who's like, got our spreadsheets and everything that they do, but we're able to incorporate what we, what we do. And, and that's the value of all the six of us on here is because everybody's got their own things that they're good at, but together it's like, wow, we were able to bootstrap this thing together and continue to get better. And that is super cool.
4: Yeah. And, and most importantly, at least from my perspective, you're enjoying it. When I've seen you guys, um, you're, you're having fun you you you're not focused on becoming the big, biggest podcast you're focused on having a good conversation with some quality audio um, with with really good friends in in different parts of the uh, of the country and and that enjoyment i think really fuels um, fuel, fuels that progress right no, I.
0: For me, it is right. I don't like speak for anybody else. And and Kendrick, I think spreadsheets is a big value. You're not a waste. That is my least favorite thing to do in life. And you're just like, boom, here we go, guys. It's up in the middle of the conversation, and he's laughing over here. It's true, man. That is that is something that you're good at, which is crazy. You actually enjoy it, and, and you put together solid shit. But that's the kind of stuff that keeps us on track. Troy, let me let me ask you, and then we and then we can go to Bobby and, and get his. I know you've got a huge year coming out. Is there any resolution that maybe you know you think the, the the framework can help you out on, and maybe you've got like a question on if how to achieve that
2: and and be fulfilled? Yeah, I mean, as I as I look at at the the five buckets, <clears throat> I, I've never been one to do resolutions just because I, I don't ever fall through with them, but I. I look at these and, um, you know, with with us expecting here in the next few months, I think, you know, the relationship piece is, is a huge portion for us because I think my wife and I are going to need to work together and, and keep a strong bond and be able to, you know, work together as, as we're, you know, raising our, our two new additions here. Coming. Jamal
0: and I are both nodding at
2: you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Cause I think that's, I mean, I mean, we're already trying now and I think, but I, I also bring it back to the, uh, the podcast as well as is, is the relationship with you guys. And um, you know, I'm a pretty reserved guy, pretty quiet guy, but I think being part of this podcast, you guys have, you know, have kind of pushed me to open up and and be more honest, I guess. And, and I appreciate that. I think it's, it's hopefully helping rub off with my relationship with my wife and us, you know, becoming closer. So I, I'm, you know, I can definitely relate to the relationship portion of it, the, the health side of it. Um, you know, I, I, that's one piece that I try to maintain in my life on a on a daily basis is is make sure I I steal time for exercising and and going out and doing doing those things, going out for a run. Like I've with the whole COVID thing. Uh, prior to COVID, I used to try to go to the gym as as much as I could, and and I wouldn't go outside and run outside and and get that fresh air. And now that COVID's here, I'm taking more advantage of, of the outside and and going for hikes and going for runs and, and doing that, um, more frequently. And I I think I'm, I'm enjoying that more. Um, you know, the learning piece again is comes back to the podcast and and learning more about you guys, you know, learning more about myself as I interact more with you guys. So that's another, you know, big piece for me. And then the creativity piece, uh, you know, I'm not a very creative guy. I don't have a very artistic touch, but, uh, you know, I think, taking on the building of our, our website and trying to be creative on that side of it. I think that's, you know, interjecting that into the, to the buckets here. And then, you know, work is always, um, is always an important piece. Um, I I'm sorry, Kendrick, but I, I do love my, my personal items. I, I have a, a bad habit of wanting lots of expensive toys. And so my wife can uh, attest to that. And so <laughs> I, I need to continue working hard to, uh, hopefully pay for those, those things. But, uh, that's kind of, kind that's, of my, my, my side of it. That's between you and you and your life. that's, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's, not, <laughs> that's, that's not about me.
0: That's about you guys. Well, well, Bobby, you can, you can see that the guys here and in, in, in the short time since we've introduced them are a big fan of the buckets and, and understanding and put someone in, into action. And, and that's pretty cool, but let's ask you, let's put you on the spot, man. You, you know, you're, you're in the middle of, of getting this book out. Um, what what are your 2020, what's your 2021 resolutions and, and how are the five buckets going to ensure that
4: you hit those? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said earlier on, I haven't, for, for better or for worse, haven't really looked forward. So that is a, that is putting me on the spot. Um, and first I want to say like, thank you guys. Like you definitely did read up and I really appreciate the thought that you've put into um, understanding what I'm putting out there, both the student of intention and with the five buckets. Um, that's just like, this is the first time I've had a conversation with this many people about it. Um, and it's just, it's crazy to hear your perspective and your sincere thoughts. Like it it, it really does mean a lot to me. So thank you for, for doing that. <clears throat> to answer your question, Ryan, I mean, number one, I got, I got to finish this book. I'm in the throes of a, of a second revision. It's way meatier than I expected. I took the end and put it in the beginning. I added two chapters. I'm reshuffling things around. I got to finish this book. Um, and I, and I plan to finish it. Actually, I'm, I'm not even going to put a time constraint on it. That's why I keep saying early 2021. Um, but, but, but I'll finish it in, in short order. Um, <clears throat> secondly, the big resolution for me is just leaning so hard into these creative pursuits. Like, I genuinely want to do what I guess I would consider a 180 in the sense in my career, in my way of living, like, I, I want to keep this going, like, uh, and 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 that means I'm going to be living way differently, right? It means my consulting practice is going to have to take up a lot less of my time. It means I'm going to have to push myself create, creatively to give you more context, like, I want to write a novel. Like I have two more or three more books up in this brain that I want to get out. And so my resol- my big resolution is make sure I'm, I'm in a position to even comprehend executing on writing more books, um, which I know is going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of uh, successful weeks of naming intentions across the buckets and completing them. But that's, that's my one big meaty resolution is, is reshaping my life around my creative pursuits. Thank you for sharing. And, and, and again, I'm,
0: what the takeaway that I get from this and what I, where I feel makes this such a sustainable philosophy is there's not this hard date to do things. It's, the steps that you're trying to hit to get you to that end goal. And it's the process. It's not like, okay, I'm going to drop 20 pounds. It's like you say, I'm going to go for a run on Thursday. Not that I'm going to do this. And it doesn't even say, I'm going to go for a 10 mile run. I'm going to go for a run. You reflect back. And he said, I ran five
4: blocks done. Yeah. And, and don't, don't take it. Um, as not challenging. The challenging part is finding gratitude for that run and really like enjoying it, enjoying it enough to recognize that you want to do it again. Right. And, and the, the kind of affinity for the process, right? Like I can see you guys that that's resonating with you, this enjoyment of the process, easier said than done. Right. Particularly, you know, KD, you brought up the the challenging parts of process, and I even, you know, I wrote a, a short piece in, in Student of Intention on leaning into the kind of the ugly, nasty parts of our challenges. Right when things don't go our way, um, it it sounds cool, but it's it's easier said than done. And that and that's the challenging part. But man, if if from from what I've experienced, um, you know, when, when you when you can do that, when you can enjoy all sides of the process seems to have dramatic more dramatic more impact um at least again my in my my short-lived experience here working with the buckets
1: hey ryan so i I think we hit people but uh what's what's your uh your resolutions
0: uh yeah thank you and and it's funny (laughs) because i've read this philosophy and as we go through it i like keep coming up with more um but like bobby i'm in the middle of a project right now and my number one resolute, I mean, not number one, right. My family and relationships, I, I, the buckets are is, that's first and foremost, but I'm, I'm in the middle of escrow on, on a restaurant right now. And, and it's interesting because this hits. All Let's five go. Buckets.
2: Let's
4: yeah. go. Yeah.
2: Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, do it. But it's interesting because this hits all five buckets. I'm doing it with family. Um, Bobby, I mean, everybody on this call knows, but Bobby, we are roommates. So, you know, I love to cook and it's my passion. So creativity, um, you know, you got the, you got the business side, you got what's put, you're putting back out there in the world and like, and like a purpose. So this is really at the forefront of my mind right now. Um, I'm doing it with my wife's family. I'm doing it with, with my sister. So it it's, it's very interesting. Um, we hope to close escrow on or before January 15th um, with COVID we're going to do a soft you know we're just going to continue to roll things the way they are just do just do take out um, and, and again I just keep relating back to the things you talked about I don't have a specific end goal of here's when we're going to be the best here's when we're going to complete remodel but here are the things that we know that we want to complete and we have a process in mind to do that and it's it's exciting and it's refreshing to, he- to hear this. And I think that's why I'm so bought into this philosophy is it's like, it's not, Hey, if we don't, if if COVID's not done and we don't have a brand new reopening by March, then we failed. It's about what are we doing to get to the, our end goal and enjoy it along the way and make sure that we hit these things and, in, in fulfillment and, so that's my biggest Ray. I Ray, I appreciate you asking. And that that's my biggest excitement. Number one, it's been, it's been my dream for the last 20 plus years to open and own a restaurant. Um, which I know it's crazy. It's like sales, right? We tell people <laughs> tell people if you're not in sales, don't get in it. And I think restaurants the same way. If you're not in the restaurant business, don't get in it. But if you've got that passion and drive, you don't care about the extra hours.
1: Yeah, exactly. I bet mean, it's one of the most challenging. Um business to get into but i mean you'll you'll make it happen i'm, I'm sure you will you got that that drive to, to to make it happen so
0: no i i appreciate it i'm hoping that's one of our our live podcasts as a group together we get in the family room it's going to be an italian restaurant we get in the family style room we've got a bunch of pasta around and we're doing a live podcast you know hopefully we, we've had a couple guests and we all know them so hopefully they're out there and we kind of just do like boom here one guest rolls in says hi and we just do a cool grand opening i mean I that will would 100%
4: be, be there bro that 100. would be awesome
0: yeah I, I hope
1: so i'm there as long as it's not alfredo
0: Ray, we know that man. I'm actually gonna put an Alfredo sauce and call it the Ray Special. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, EOP. Come on, EOP. The Ray special. You get breadsticks with ranch dressing, you get salad with (laughs) ranch dressing, you get the Alfredo, and then you get vanilla ice cream. Yeah, you're, you're making my stomach turn right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Hey, listen, Bobby, I think that this was great. We really appreciate you coming out. But before we sign off, what give our audience one takeaway that they should have from, from Student of Intention and the Five Buckets. Give us that one takeaway.
4: Mm. <clears throat> one takeaway. Mm. I mean the one the one takeaway I would say is, um, is find is find gratitude, right? Find find gratitude in 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 how you're already living, right? And that's going to help propel you into figuring out how you want to change that. But you got to start by, you know, being super aware of all the good things in your life, because um, because we all have many. We're all you know, I, I, I'm very confident anyone listening to this podcast is in, you know, the top 5% of, you know, lifestyles in the world, right? When you're talking about the entire world, um, you know, we have a lot of good in our life and we're able to find, we're that much more capable of finding good in our life when we recognize the good that's already there. It's how you kind of train yourself to be aware of, Opportunities, be aware of resources, be aware of new relationships, is when you take stock in the ones that are already there, and you have that awareness. So that'd be my 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 one takeaway. Awesome,
0: man. Well, listen, we really appreciate you. On a side note, you know you have you have been my biggest challenger from day one since I've met you, and my motivation in life, and it has been a. I think our relationship. Has started and where it has, has finished, is the same. You still motivate me. You still drive me. But the reasons have completely changed as our relationship again one of your buckets, as we've spent time to really get to know each other, and and I think your your new philosophy is great. I think everybody on the show here, it you know from just from the comments and the thoughts, I think it, it has definitely clicked in some action. So. We definitely appreciate you. I can't wait to hear what happens with this book when it drops and the next one. And we look forward to having you back onto the show. So I just want to really shout out your website really quick for our audience to get out there. It's www.studentofintention.com. www.studentofintention.com. And you can also follow Bobby on his Instagram at bdysart. B-D-Y-S-A-R-T for those little daily philosophy tips we get every day. Um, And I want to thank the members as always just for sharing, getting deep, getting personal. Bobby, we really appreciate you. I got to give a shout out to the studio. Bobby, what studio are you in? Because that shit is nice, man.
4: (laughs) This is SalesCast Studio in Irvine. Uh, the founder is Chris Decker. He's actually even hanging out late night to, uh, to assist with the sound. Um, you're right. The studio is awesome. And I, I just recently partnered up um, with Chris to, uh, to do some work in the new year. So if, if you're looking for a studio, particularly if you're here in Southern California, hit up Chris Decker, hit up SalesCast. Uh, dude's an awesome, awesome partner and even better human being. So thank you. Great, great shout out.
0: No, man. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for, you know, what we always hope is for our our audience to get value out of this. And how how do we take 2020, what we learn and go and implement some positive, good energy and put in action into our 2021 resolutions. Remember, it's the little, little steps. Again, that was SalesCast out there in Irvine. Hit those guys up if you're looking for some studio time. We just want to, I appreciate everybody on this show. Thank you very much, guys. Don't forget to follow us. Hey, OG Day ones on Instagram. Do us a favor, continue liking us, but give us reviews. That's the one thing that we're going to ask from our audience is give us some reviews on whatever form that you're looking at. Help us move up the rankings and get there. Guys, it's been a great 2020. We look forward to an amazing 2021. You're going to see great things come from us. Thank you.
1: Happy New Year. You've been listening to a day one production.